Hello, our MBAs, most valuable artists, protecting themselves, their clients, and their kit. We have another amazing special guest today. And uh, we're just waiting. Oh, wait, is she here? Ha, ha, ha. Um, anyhow, sorry, we are, I'm Devon, founder of Sanitation Conversation. Sanitation Conversation trains and certifies artists in health grade sanitation. Our program is science-based and artist approved. And today is another episode of our Behind the Brush series where we talk about, talk to established artists um, or professionals in the cosmetic industry about who they are behind the brush, and of course, their perspective on sanitation. So I know that today we have actually Brenda Rippey with us, and I'm just going to scroll and find her. This is really exciting. We're so lucky to have all these amazing artists um, on, our, on our lives because, um, okay, let's see. <laughs> I love how, um, okay, here we I love how Instagram gets you all confused. Hi. Hi, Devon. How are you? I'm super excited and great here in California. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the Midwest right now, but I'm here. I'm grateful. Well, we're Thank you. We're having a heat wave, so it's going to be 100 degrees today. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The whole week is not under 95. Wow. That is so crazy. Oh, so tr trick-or-treating for the kids will be super <laughs> hot. Their candy's going to melt. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let me just um, tell our audience a little bit about you, Brenda, um, for those those who don't know, and, and if you want to follow her, which I highly suggest because she has a very lengthy um, resume and portfolio here, so I would recommend following her. It's at Brenda, uh, Brenda Rippey, just at Brenda Rippey. So it's B-R-N-D-A-R-I-P-P-E-E. -E. So absolutely recommend you following her. So she's a celebrity master makeup artist. Uh, Los Angeles-based, California native. Yep. Working at her craft for almost 20 years, over 20 years. No, I, I actually want to say, I'm going into my 36th year, and I'm going into my 25th year in production. But I've been Oh, my gosh. I don't know where I got this information, but that's clearly not accurate. I need, I need to update it. It's on me. I'm so busy working, it's hard to update everything. <laughs> Holy cow. That's amazing. Almost 40 years. Well, you must have started when you were five. Exactly, Devon. <laughs> that's a long time in production. I was had a conversation earlier on another production we do, and... I uh, was talking to an, another artist in Hollywood, and there's burnout, right? And like, oh. so that's a long time to be in production. That's pretty amazing. Well, 25 years into production, almost 40 in the beauty industry. But yes, there is burnout. Everybody faces it. And you kind of yeah. have to step back and reevaluate yourself and what you want to do and kind of reinvent your passion. Yeah. 
for that's, sure. That's, that's another live. <laughs> so this was very interesting to me. You're okay. vetted by the USA Secret Service to work amongst high-profile diplomats and presidents of foreign countries and even our, our own former presidents of the USA. That's, like, pretty major. I, how I, do you get vetted like that? I mean, how I, does that happen? Well, it, it, when you work with certain productions and shows and they are interviewing, like, you know, I work for HBO, and so we do a lot of political interviews. Yeah. And so I don't know how these things go. And you get a phone call that says, hey, Secret Service needs to vet you. Is there anything we should know? And you're like, uh, uh. <laughs> When I was 14, I... <laughs> You're like, how far back are they going to go, you know? But anyhow, fast forward to then you have to wear certain wristbands, and then there's people in your room, only five are allowed with the president. It's a very interesting world, that is, you know? Yeah, because that I saw that. And then you you were um, part of Real Time with Bill Mayer, right? Yeah, Bill Mar. It's Mar. Bill Mar. Mar. Oh, I, you know, I always said mayor. Everybody I, does. Everybody does. Bill Mar. Well, Bill Mar. Correction on that, and we just got picked up for two more, so we're good until the 22nd. Wow, well, that's good. Yeah, no more repeats. No, um, sh uh, you continue to work as a freelance artist, right? For um, Ariana Huffington, yes, who I love reading her stuff. Jeez. I actually read her, I just finished her book last year, um, Thrive. Good, yeah, really good book, I mean, really great book. She's always ahead of the game. Yeah. And I gave it to my girlfriend who's divorced and has two girls. And I was like, look, Ariana Huffington vacations with her ex-husband. So yeah. I think you can do it too. Yeah. So I love that book. Um, She's a good mentor to all of us for a better way of living, period. Yeah, absolutely. And, period. you know, here's the thing. I read the book and I was like, oh, I got to implement all this stuff. Right. And then the balance goes out the window. But <laughs> I, I have the tools now, thanks to her. Awareness is the beginning. <laughs> it is. Acknowledging that I have a problem, right? Yeah. So you're part of IATSE 706. Yes. Um, and you work on several different uh, mediums, film, TV, print, web, mobile, special effects, commercial, private and red carpet events. Um, but I loved this. You're, more, you're best known in the industry for your calming presence, professional talents and trusted confidential discretions you're gonna make me cry because someone told me that once and I never forgot it <laughs> that is really really nice so every time I interview um artists with your kind of you know your caliber right your kind of success it's amazing how humble you all are <sighs> it's it's uh, crazy so anyways we just just try. I mean, you know, it, it's, you're in pinch me moments all the time, all the time you're in pinch me moments. And when you got to just keep it together and stay professional, when you get in your car, you come home, that's when you call your parents or your sister and you're like, what the heck did I, was I a part of today? And it's still mind boggling for me almost four years later. So yeah. I have back home watching and they've known me since I've been six months old and, you know, it just so... Yeah, it's important to stay grounded and not get blown up with your ego and in your head. It's yeah. really important because you'll go bye bye really fast. Well, yes, I, I, I know that. I know that, you know, this industry in particular won't won't uh, accept that. And so, yeah, you won't be making friends. You won't be gaining jobs. Yes. No, you might 
short term, but you know, if you're really in this for the long term and you're really serious about it, integrity goes a long way, almost more than talent sometimes. And that's the truth. Oh yeah. Well, that's even just in the beauty world, right? I mean, yeah. we always said if you're behind the chair and you're just have a really great, really great integrity, are honest, have a great personality, are a good listener, <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you could do good hair. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. So true. So tell us, Brenda, who are you behind the brush? Tell us a little bit about how you got started and, you know, yeah. What, what, what uh, really paved the way for your career? I give my entire career up to my college teachers when I was going to be a business major in accounting, believe it or not. Really? I'm a small town girl with big city dreams, came to LA at 19 years old, did not know a soul, went to college, I went to a trade school, FITM, downtown LA, when it was like $2,000 a semester. <laughs> yeah. Amazing myself. Now it's like $2,000 a day. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, one day my marketing teacher and my art teacher got together and were talking about me in the break room and didn't tell me until the next day. And they said, look, they pulled me aside and said, you're too, you're too creative with art. You're my best art student. Please do not go into business in the cubicle crunching numbers. You'll, you'll die because your spirit is an artist. I had no idea. I came from a background of you get the government job, you get the retirement, and you're secure. That's how yeah. I grew up, right? Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay. And they go, why don't you get a job doing makeup? Because your makeup always looks good. Because I had acne really bad, and I would cover it. So fast forward to they got me a job with Estee Lauder when I was 19. And fast forward to now. So basically I went to Estee Lauder and then I went to Neiman Marcus and I was scared because I was a small town girl. A client was my movie producer, was a movie producer. She came in one day and said, I want you to do my film. I said, no, I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing. No training, no nothing. Long story short, I ended up department heading that feature film with Tony Curtis. And that was my very first job. Wow. That was a lucky break, don't you think? <clears throat> Big time. Yeah. Big time. The you know? universe had your back. That yeah. is for sure. For sure. And what I just want to say one thing is that I have to give kudos to another artist. I don't know if she's watching, Elizabeth Dahl, because I had to go find someone to teach me to know what I'm doing. And I said, I'm going to pay you this much money. Help me, show me so that I know what I'm doing. And then they said, we'll put you on the show for two weeks and then we'll release her and take you. And that's kind of how that all happened. So I learned in the trailer for the first time with Elizabeth Dahl. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's amazing how you all in Hollywood really support one another and, you know, are, are very um, conscious, conscious of giving each other jobs and supporting each other in that job. It's so, you know, while I feel like in different aspects of the, the industry, it can be very cutthroat. And, and I only yeah. hear from everyone I've ever interviewed is all the support and thanking, you know, so-and-so for getting me this gig and then got me this gig. And yeah. so it's just an amazing community y'all have out there. Yeah. Well, you know, I won't lie. There are things that do go on that are very, very unethical. And I see like my friend Didi watching and everybody watching. We've all been there. We all call each other and say, I can't believe this happened and this happened. And you bounce it off your security team, your little tribe. 
And then you say, wow, that person just needs to grow a little bit or whatever. So it's all your perception and how you look at it, but there sure. can be cutthroat, you know? Yeah. But I think if you just choose not to associate with the people that haven't gotten there yet and just stick with the people that want to support you, you're only going to succeed. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're here to talk about sanitation, even though I would love to hear more about your um, journey. Yeah. Because it sounds like it was amazing. So we'll have to save that for our next podcast, sure. right? Um, so tell us your stand on sanitation before COVID, especially because of all, I mean, you're like high profile, you're in with the feds and all this crazy stuff. So tell me what it was like before people really were listening. I had, I can tell you there was two stages I went through before COVID. So you enter in makeup, you get going. And I did really well in college because of my presentation aspects. And so I took that mindset to my kit. And I wanted to make sure that if I was the talent sitting in the chair, that I looked around and didn't see a dirty kit, dirty brush, a dirty towel. Everything needed to look pristine and clean and organized, right? So that was yes. my level before COVID. And I was known as the OCD makeup artist, the, you know, it was, oh, she don't, don't touch her stuff. You know, I'd label everything. And that was, you know, many moons ago. Yeah. And then when I got the show at Real Time with Bill Maher for HBO 15, 16 years ago, I said, you know, I need to uh, level up my, my gear, my sanitation. And so I basically always made sure I did the washing of the hands in front of the talent. I, they knew I had a separate cape for, it's like a whole thing that I changed and I did. And I just wanted to do things in front of the client before I touched their face. Right? Yes. That was the second level of what I said. I need to make sure that these people that are running the world and, and politics, Madeleine Albright's, the prime minister of Canada, all these people, they watch you like a hawk, whether you know it or not. And they social media they look at who you are you don't know what eyes are on you at all times so I just had to be on point all the time no matter where I was and what I said and what I did and that was the second level before COVID yeah yeah so yeah that's interesting um I think presentation is is everything but in addition is also how we conduct ourselves after that initial presentation right so I love that. Uh, I, I think that's a good point for viewers to take away. I know we have had students and I've seen other artists, you know, they're like, I'm an artist. My, my, and this, I was definitely at fault for this, but my station is just my, you know, my palette. And I, I just, I have stuff everywhere. And oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And so, or even um, we've gotten on some girls at the academy where we're, we said your hair you know your hair yes. needs to be done I don't care how you style it you don't have to style it like mine you don't have to do it right. it has to look clean right it, it you know you when they have four inches of color that they haven't done I don't care what you do with it if you want to go all gray then be all gray if you want right. to be all burgundy and purple that's great right. but we have to make a decision here because it doesn't look clean as a presentation so i love that you are talking about the aesthetics of the presentation because that really sets the tone it's like anything right we <laughs> walk into a restaurant and there's a linen on the table and a nice um nice uh dining wear it it sets the tone for how you feel about you know the expectation of what that food should be like 
Yeah. So it's a precursor. And I, I think that's so true. Um, presentation with how we look, how our station looks, how we conduct ourselves. It's really um, a, a prelude to what they can expect from us. Absolutely. So, when I say when I'm in my master class, I've taught in person that I now will be doing live soon on Zoom is I say, before you open your mouth or pick up a brush, they've already judged who you are and how clean you are. Yeah, absolutely. Based on what you look like, sad but true for some people that don't want to hear that, but it is so true. Based on how you're dressed, based on what you look like, if you're wearing makeup, if you're not wearing makeup, they are assessing you before you even touch them. Absolutely. And we're in an aesthetic industry. If you don't like it, you know, I've, I've had situations where I've had to address students or staff um, at the academy. And if you don't like making sure you look nice every day or right. presentable, then you're not in the right industry because that's right. truly, you know, very important. And, and, and I definitely see some artists, you know, it doesn't matter what their eclectic, you know, their eclectic look looks like. That's great. You don't need to look cookie cutter like myself who does the same right. thing and the same curls. That's fine. I want you to express yourself, but it has yeah. to look, um, it has to look professional. Yeah, you know? the nails. I see Prada makeup is the nails. Yeah. Yeah. They, trust me, they look at everything. I say that all the time about nails. They have to be clean. And, and, and I don't know how people are doing makeup with those long daggers. I mean, more power to you. But it, I just think, like, what does it look like underneath? Are your clients thinking, you know, is there bacteria harbored in there? So I'm sure there's a way. I just know I'm not the one that can do it. So I have a does hair and has those nails and I'm so jealous and I know she's clean like me, but man, I'm like, dude, I give you props for that. You know, I could not, I would jam everything up in there. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure it can be done. And, and I'm sure the people who wear their nails long, make sure they're, that they're clean, but I would have every type of product in there. I know it. Um, but anyways, you and I digress. Okay. So what is the most important thing you learned in the past few months regarding sanitation? Are you back to work? Um, I have never not been to work the whole oh, wow. time. Wow, nice. And I, I, I thought long and hard if I wanted to say that publicly, but in, in my union work, uh, definitely went down right away in March. And then six months later, a half a year later, my shows came back, a couple shows, one show came back, HBO in production, I Yassi World. Of course that's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm freelance business in my client business I have not stopped working the whole time during COVID well I think that's great do you think that's great or were you worried about that no 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 I think that I it made me tear up it made me so grateful it made me so humble that I was allowed to work and receive money and to be able to work with certain people that trusted me and we were a small little group, a little pod. And we always reported when we had other work and we tried not to take other work. So we stayed in this pod for this client and we did that for four months. That's amazing. So, so, you know, and the client is a scientist, so he educated us as well. So it was quite lovely and very, um, very humbling experience to work during COVID when my friends weren't, you know, I felt very guilty. My friends yeah. was. So I was just trying to support everybody else and learn about what was going on. You know, I mean, we traveled together in a car for 800 miles every month. We all wore masks during the trip. Oh, my. 
I can't stand the mask thing, but I, I can fly to keep you know everyone safe. But it's terrible. Yeah. Dedicated. We were dedicated. So, you know, so during COVID, what I have learned going back to your question yeah. is, um, you cannot slack. Even today, you can't slack. You know, it's jeopardizing other people. It's jeopardizing yourself. It's jeopardizing production. It's jeopardizing people that run the country. Mm -hmm. It's everything it's huge so just i always i always ask for direction hey check myself check myself make sure i'm doing this and doing that you know so yeah <laughs> yeah so well i think it helped that you're working with a scientist because he probably gave you some factual information yeah. and it probably was not mass hysteria because um no. No. This is what he does for a living, right? I mean, knows about bacteria and, and probably viruses and all that. Yeah. So there's yeah. probably some comfort here. So what did you think um, was the most difficult? Was it wearing the masks or staying, you know, trying to eliminate yourself from outside things to stay in that pod? What was the most no. challenging? The most challenging, and still right now it is for me, is getting the new routine in your flow of how you work. Right. It's the new, I call it the Corona routine, the COVID routine. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a good name. It's different than before. Let's get into the Corona routine. Let's put a Corona beer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, you know, especially going back to a production show when I'm not just with one client, it's a lot easier because you have this private kit for them. But when I have two and three clients come into my room, it's much different, you know, it, it, nobody's allowed to come in anymore. I have a quarantine self until I set up. I've asked for an air purifier for my room. There's just the, the most challenging thing is getting into the routine and feeling like it's flow, like you can do it with your eyes closed. I'm still adjusting, you know, because before I could do people really quick and turn them in and turn them out. It's different now, you know? Yeah. And, and even people in the production are like, oh, I forgot, you need 10 minutes to reset. I asked for 10 minutes to reset minimum between clients, you know? So I Oh, yeah. We had heard earlier um, from another artist how they're trying to, you know, take away, not all of them, but some production, take away that time that is needed to replenish and clean and... Um, you know, oh. she said she's had good experiences and she's had bad experiences going back to work and that she's had to really, um, be very, um, she's saying, I, call it, I call it a velvet hammer, a velvet there. That's great. Yes. Right? She's had to be a velvet hammer, be a velvet hammer with a velvet voice. Yes. You don't need to be mean or snarky. There's right. a way to say it. And usually you do it in private. You pull the person aside and say, Hey, I understand you want your time, but I also, health is at risk. How would you like me to proceed when I need this much time? How can we make this work together? Yeah, no? sure. So timing and routine is definitely the most challenging. For me, for yeah. me, timing and routine, for sure, I would definitely say. And, you know, it takes me longer to set up now. It takes me longer to get my place how I like it. And I'm sure every time I do it, you know, I think Donald, Donald, uh, I forget his name. He's lovely, 706. I think you guys interviewed him before. I know Stereolite interviews him a lot. He said, you know, you 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 got to make your actor comfortable. And whatever that takes, without the talent, there's no show. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. 
So speaking of Sterilite, we heard that you bought one of the Sterilites, right? I did. Sterilite. You love it? Yes, yes. Um, it is, they're a company that I researched and looked at, and I've been talking with Bridget, um, who is representing the four women founders of the company. And I think that they are brilliant. I think that that case, just the presence, makes the talent feel so at ease. And I've gone a step farther with Stereolite. I've partnered partnered with them, and I'll be giving one away in, in my Zooms. But I actually have taken a video of myself using the Stereolite, putting it in an SD card, putting it in a digital photo frame, and putting that on my sets so that people can watch the video while I'm working on them, that this is how I'm taking care of their health with the, with the, with the partnership of Stereolite that they've given to all of us artists. Yeah. I think the technology is amazing. We use them here at the Academy and um, I love that it's women owned. I can't help that. Um, and so I, I feel the same. I mean, it's just a great product. It's in, and because of all the time crunch right now, um, it is saving so much time. And I know there were some naysayers about, oh, the technology. I've looked at all the technology. They have yeah. everything documented yep. and they are on the up and up. So anyways, exactly. I, I, yeah, shout out to Sterilite because absolutely, they, thankfully, they came just in time during COVID. Well, and here the thing is, is I found out from talking with Bridget, they've been around since 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. They were already ahead of the game. And then when COVID hit, they already had stuff in place to help us do our job better, more efficient and safer. So yeah. any product that can help us as artists collectively and talent for safety, I'm all about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we like to say that too. We've been around since 2018. We didn't yes. just decide, oh, COVID hit and yes. we should produce this training. I mean, we were um, promoting all along good sanitation, health grade sanitation. So yeah. Um, yeah. We, we kudos to, like you said, to uh, Sterilite. Sterilite. So sure. what piece of advice would you give um, to whether aspiring artists, established artists for trying to get back to work and preparing for getting back to work? And it um, could be, you know, some people have to have, have to meditate, right? This is a lot going on. So, so yeah. what piece of advice? And, and so, We've, we've heard that before, you know, I would meditate, take your time, you know, have it, have water. I mean, there's just little things that um, were little pieces of advice that were given to help work through this because it is so much different and overwhelming. Yep. The masks are overwhelming, you know, that yep. timing, that um, station setup, and, and just uh, being conscious now of ever, it's not automated anymore, conscious no. of everything you do. So what piece of advice would you give our listeners? There's so many things that I could say, but if I had to only say one thing, I would say get comfortable asking questions and get comfortable asking for what you need. Don't not ask something because you're afraid you're going to get denied or you're going to cause a problem. Number right. one, comfortable with that. If you're not uh, like you're established enough and also, I don't know, you know, if there's freelancers watching and then there's union people watching and most union shows and productions, there's COVID compliance officers now on set, right? Mm. You know that? No, I did not know that. Oh yeah. So on big productions, you might have one, two or three COVID compliance officers because the producers can't take on that aspect 
when that's that's such a huge responsibility yeah with all those people on set i mean yeah the producers need to produce right and right smaller and smaller freelance things like recently i was on 2020 gig and the producer bless her heart she took on the COVID compliance officer job so you know i was asked to write a, a four-page thing about what i'm doing differently for covid so i could have the job it took me five hours to do it Oh my gosh. But I did it. Yeah. And now only makeup art. Oh, I just lost. Oh, what happened here? Uh, I got no screen. It's, I can hear you, but I can't. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know what happened to my screen here. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> you're the star, so we're fine. <laughs> well, I want to see you, but anyhow, so so the point there. Oh, you're, you're I'm back. back. So there, there's two different, two different, there's union advice and then there's freelance advice because there's different areas right yeah if you're working a union show or a big show make friends with your covid compliance officer and get their text number say i'm not sure about this i'm not sure about that i need help with this about testing because i have to be tested two to three times a week now and yeah. i have you know it's a big deal for the show and freelance shows you you need or or quick day jobs whatever just start the oh here's what i want to say let me back up my advice is the day before a job or two days before a job get quiet get a blank pad right write down what you're gonna need to make yourself feel safe and good and then look at that need and make sure all your needs are communicated to your producer or your go-to person on that job that they know what you need yeah you know because trash cans people never seem to supply trash cans makeup artists have to bring their own trash can but now they have to have lids you know so there's a whole 57 page white pages on the union about what is required on IATSE jobs so I've yeah. taken that into my non-union jobs and the producers are so grateful but you need to know what you need before you do the job yeah Get, getting prepared, having a game plan. Super important. And then communicate that, you know, because, because the old days it was, okay, so we're set. We're good to go. You have what you need. And uh, in my head, I'm like, I have like 35 questions, you know, you, yes. you need to ask questions. One, it's going to make you look way more professional. It's going to make you look like, you know what you care and it's going to be win-win for everybody. And you're going to make that producer look like a rock star because you're giving them some news that they didn't know that they needed to do for the makeup artist and the tech. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, that's some great advice. I want to thank you so much for your time, Brenda. You're I welcome. love your energy. And I just Thanks. love that. I love that you have been working all this time. I mean, that's what's most important. That's so amazing. And um, so, so great to connect with you and, and learn about all this stuff. I know our viewers are, there's, you know, making little comments about, you know, thank you. And this is amazing. Thanks. So thank you for sharing because um, this is just helping other people get back to work and other, you know, other artists get the courage to get back to work. Some people are afraid. Um, so thank you for all, all that you shared with us. And as a special thanks to our viewers, I will offer a $25 discount on our training and we'll put oh, that in the, um, comments below and I can't now you said you're teaching zooms um who's that with the master master class so me I have 
series called Artist to Artist, and it's about okay. your business. And so it's not about makeup. It's about business and how to raise your rates without ever saying a word, how to cure jobs and keep the producer calling you if you can't do a job, a whole bunch of things that are pretty, I think, mind-blowing when I share with people. They're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So I am, because of my business mind, and I was an accounting major in college, I love helping creatives get by up their game in the business part of their their jobs yeah i i love that i love it definitely we need so a, we need to be balanced in our right and left brain right um so that's great can they find can they find that information on your instagram all that and what was that can can they find that information on your instagram if they wanted to join your class yeah all you you have to do is just go to my link in my bio right here at Brenda Rippey and you can either click on put me on the email list or go to the artist to artist highlight and there's information in the next by next weekend there'll be a post on the class and there's going to be two listed in October 50 bucks that's it great so our discount code is b2b live 25 thank you Brenda for being here we're so grateful and we will definitely be connecting soon I want to say one thing about sanitation yes. conversation. Yes, take, tell us. Take the course. Even if you're 30, 40 years in the business like me, there is never, ever information that you're going to know everything. Retake. Yes. Take it. Relearn. Get visual. We're all artists. We're all visual. If we see it going on, we're going to remember it better. It doesn't hurt you. It helps you to do it. Yes. So thank th you for that. Thank you for that plug. We feel the same. You know, some people, it might be things they were already doing, but for most it's things you net that never occurred to you. So thank you for the shout out. Thank you, Brenda, for being with us. Best of luck. Exactly. Check Brenda out on Instagram. I think that's great. This information you can provide. Um, oh, we're breaking up. Business no, information. That's properly. amazing. Right brainers need it. I know we're breaking up. All right, that's okay. We got we got the bulk of it. I think Thank you're you saying, so much. Yes. Be safe. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. Thank